Welcome to The Heal Podcast with your host, Sam Calwart. As a breathwork teacher and mentor, I'm here to empower your healing journey at all levels, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Discover your own inner healer with my weekly teachings and resources to inspire your own journey. So let's begin by grounding our energy, breathing in through the nose, letting it go. One more big breath in and sigh it out. Hi everyone and welcome back to The Heal Podcast. So as you listen to this week's episode, I'm actually in Costa Rica hosting my Rise and Rebirth Breathwork Retreat. So head to my Instagram at Sam underscore Calawart, which I will leave linked in the show notes and check out my stories as I'll be sharing what we're doing and what we're up to each day. And we have a lot of adventures planned, a lot of healing planned. Um, I have been so looking forward to this trip, especially after having Eastwood. It's been, you know, over a year, almost two years now that I've traveled somewhere and I've been feeling a little stir crazy because I'm here in Michigan in the Midwest. And yes, I like to go for walks uh, and go outside and get some fresh air, but there's just not a ton to do in the winter unless you love winter sports like snowboarding and sledding and skiing and I don't enjoy any of those things. I think I already (laughs) said this uh, in the past, but I'm just not a snow girl. So I cannot wait to be back in the sunshine, grounding my feet on the earth in the 80 degree weather. We're going to be in the mountains, which will be different from the last time I was in Costa Rica. The last time I was there, I was in the jungle and it was so muggy and so hot in the jungle. I literally had to take like three showers a day and that is not an exaggeration. I would step out of the shower and then within minutes I would start sweating again. You know that type of just muggy, muggy heat that you experience in the jungle. So this time we're going to be in the mountains, which I've never experienced the mountains in Costa Rica, but from what I've heard, it's much cooler, not as muggy. In the nighttime, it gets down to like 60 degrees in the morning. It might be a little chilly, so you might need a sweater, but then of course it gradually warms back up. Uh, So I'm really looking forward to experiencing this new climate in Costa Rica and this new terrain. And we will be taking a few excursions where we'll go down and take a catamaran tour, a waterfall tour, which I did not get to do last time I was there, along with go zip lining and it's going to be incredible. Such a magical, magical place. If you have not been to Costa Rica, I highly recommend it. There is something about the energy there that is incredibly grounding right when you land, unlike the energy of when I hosted a retreat in Bali, for example, where the energy there felt more hypervigilant and busy. There are a lot of people in Bali and not as many in uh, the area we were in, in Abud because it was near a rice field. But for the most part, that is a very, very busy country. Um, and you feel it energetically where in Costa Rica, it's just very grounded. Everything is very spread out. The locals are really kind. And the landscape is like no, none other. It's just so beautiful and very diverse. So very excited to be there. Follow along 
and I hope that you are able to soak up some sunshine wherever you are. Uh, It is life-changing this time of year to experience real vitamin D, not synthetic vitamin D through a supplement. That is the most pure and potent way to increase your vitamin D levels is to get sunshine even in the winter months. So hope that you're able to soak up some sunshine wherever you are. And as I record this, it is also on the full moon, January's full moon. Always around the full moon, I don't know about you, but I feel the energy and I also have synced my cycle to the full moon, so I will likely start it in a day or two. I was on Instagram last night and there is an account that I love to follow. It's one of the only accounts that I actually watch their videos. When I'm on Instagram, I don't watch other people's videos or stories. I just post my own content and that's pretty much it. It helps me to not get sucked into comparison and you know all that downward spiral that can happen through social media. So I typically just stay in my own lane but there is one account I like to follow. It's at Good News Movement and they share stories from all over the world about just really beautiful life-changing occurrences and experiences and memories that people have and it's a really cool platform if you want something that's inspiring uplifting feels really connected I highly recommend that you check them out but anyway I was scrolling through some of their reels and literally just like bawling my eyes out (laughs) and that's how I know I'm about to start my my period because I am so emotional I did breath work a couple days ago had a lot be released and come through I always feel a lot a couple days before the full moon, but again, especially because my cycle is synced up to the full moon, it just makes it that much more powerful. And a lot of women will experience that cycle sync on either the full moon or the new moon, knowingly or unknowingly. Uh, And so for me, it's the full moon and it feels so good to have that emotional release and just let it all out around this time of month. I also don't like to be seen or heard as much around my cycle. Maybe you can resonate with this. And I know that there's a whole area of healing and study around cyclical living where women will live in accordance to their cycle. And so around their menstrual cycle, they're not public speaking, for example, right? They're not hosting big events or big workshops. They're not going to that big meeting and uh, proposing something to their boss. Typically, those bigger outward events are going to happen around your ovulation week, which you are only ovulating for a couple days, but you know that whole week, of course, you're going to feel more of that outward expansive energy where you feel really confident and you feel really good to be seen and heard. So it's always around this time where I don't want to be seen or heard. And it's ironic because I always host, not always, but often will host a full moon session for breath work in person where I'm speaking in front of a really big group of people and that's happening tonight. So I still feel really aligned with that uh, but when it comes to just being fully seen I don't enjoy it around my cycle and I often will take a couple days off social media during those really heavy times as well and just focus on rest and going within in stillness and that's what feels really nourishing so I honor that. So 
Let's get into today's topic. I wanted to ask you a few questions that I recently was asked by my coach. And these questions can definitely be a little triggering because they essentially make us take full responsibility for our past, present, and future, and everything that we experience. We can no longer point fingers or blame with these questions, and they can be incredibly revealing. And that is what I experienced when he asked me these questions. It took me a moment to kind of fully understand and connect the dots, right, to my past. But when he asked me these questions, I had a lot of deep insight, a lot of ahas, and it's something that in my heart and my soul I already knew. I just needed to bring it to my conscious mind because so many of us are carrying limiting beliefs, patterns, behaviors, ways of being that are trapped within the subconscious mind where 95% of our programming lives from. So in order to uncover that, we have to bring it to the conscious mind. And when we begin to ask ourselves the right questions, and this is why, again, I go into a journaling practice in all my workshops and healing sessions to help bring light to those areas within our own life that is still not in the conscious mind. It can be very insightful and it can allow us to create a connection where we didn't have that connection before and really help us support our own healing and accelerate our own healing. So the question that he asked me was what part of holding on to X and I'll explain my personal story in just a moment is still serving you? Is it a sense of safety? Is it staying the victim? Is it receiving more empathy from loved ones? So what part of holding on to your current limiting belief is still serving you in some capacity? Because if it was not serving you, you would not be holding on to it. If it was not serving you to some level, you would have already let it go. If it was not serving you, you would not continue to attract the same circumstances and patterns into your life. So right now, think of one limitation in your own mind or a physical symptom of disease within your body or a toxic relationship pattern, whatever that is for you, what reoccurring lesson continues to show up in your life. It could have been reoccurring for decades or just for a few years or a few months. So what is currently holding you back from living your best life? Bring that to mind right now. And then asking yourself, again, what part of holding on to this thing is still serving you? Is it that you can stay the victim in your life? 
Is it simply familiarity? It feels familiar and it feels safe. Is it receiving more empathy from those around you? In my own situation, when he asked me this question, we were talking about physical symptoms of dis-ease. Why my entire life, there's always been something out of balance physically with me. Always. From the moment that I can first remember in my childhood, always being sick with something. With a, a cold, an ear infection, a flu, the chicken pox. I remember when my sister got chicken pox. She was probably six or seven I was a couple years older and I purposefully wanted to get the chicken pox I like rubbed my arms on her chicken pox in my hands and then rubbed it on my body because I wanted the chicken pox like what (laughs) what little girl would want chicken pox would want to be sick right and as I even speak that out loud I'm like hello what part of me wanted more attention What part of me wanted more empathy and support from my parents that I wasn't receiving? What needs were not met that somehow when I was sick or something was happening with me, I got more attention? And before, you know, it was my parents. But I noticed with my husband, you know, when I went through Lyme and breast implant illness, that I received more empathy from him, more kindness. He was more gentle, right? When I showed physical symptoms that I was not doing great, I wasn't doing well. So when he asked me this question, what part of holding on to dis-ease is still serving you? Almost immediately I knew because often we always do, right? We just have to uncover it. We have to bring it to surface. We have to accept it. We have to come face to face with it. And that's not always easy because, again, we essentially have to take cause for our own situation. And we don't like to take responsibility for our situation. It's a lot easier when things aren't going great to blame something else, something in our past, or to blame a dis-ease, or to even identify with that dis-ease and make it part of our identity, a part of who we are. And so that was a triggering question at first for me. And then I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I get it. I get what I've been holding on to and why I've been holding on to it. And why this pattern keeps reoccurring in my life and the lessons it's taught me and the wisdom that I've gained and the perspective shift and transformation that has happened because of it. And I take full responsibility for all of it. And I'm thankful for all of it. And I'm choosing to let it go. I'm choosing for it to no longer run my life because I don't need the empathy and others feeling sorry for me and to receive more attention, I can fill my own cup now. I can receive that love, that nurturance from God. 
Many of you know I am a Christian. I have been my whole life. And being Christian, being raised in faith, I have witnessed really powerful spiritual healings within my life. And because I witnessed this at such a young age, I've always believed in the body's ability to heal. I've always believed in the body's ability to come back into a state of homeostasis and for healing to occur through a miracle. I believe that because I've witnessed it with my own eyes. And I know not everyone has grown up with that mentality. Not everyone has witnessed those types of healings. And for some, it may seem really far-fetched. But when you witness it with your own eyes, you can't help but believe and have a deep faith in your body's ability to heal and to receive spiritual healing and that power as well. There can be supernatural healing and there can be healing through your own mind, body, and spirit of really nourishing yourself on a deeper level. And so I've been on this path for a long time and I've learned again so many lessons along the way. But when I came to that realization that I was still holding on to the attention of others, holding on to empathy, holding on to more attention because it's not what I received growing up and in adolescence, it was a really powerful aha moment for me. And you may not receive that answer right away as to why you're still holding on to X within your own life. But ask yourself that question, journal on it, and you may find that through a breathwork journey, through meditation practice, later on, maybe a day from now or a week from now, you will receive that answer. Because your intuition already knows. You just need to connect to it. Connect to those deeper insights within you and that guidance that is leading you towards more growth, towards more evolution within your life. The guidance that wants you to let go, wants you to surrender and to no longer hold on. And I just guided a powerful virtual breathwork session last night for rebirth. And again, I'm guiding in-person breathwork today in Grand Rapids. But the poem that I am closing the sessions with, I believe really ties in beautifully to this theme for today's episode. Rebirth out of dark, ready to embark, push through shame, free from blame, breath and hope, courage to cope, inner divine transcends to a bright dimension, new being, frame. And these were my thoughts as I came to that realization of why I was still holding on, why it was still serving me, and coming into that knowing that I was ready to release it and let it go. So I hope that you're able to reflect on that for this week within your own journey. And I look forward to being back with you here next week. If you were inspired from what you discovered on today's podcast, please rate, review, and share this episode on social media by tagging me at Sam Callowart. You can head to the show notes for all the resources mentioned in this episode 
and know that I am so thankful you have joined me on this journey of healing and growth.